Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to talk about how to deeply connect with men and also what kind of questions to ask to get him to open up. So I actually just got back from a four-day Unleash the Power Within Tony Robbins event in Dallas, Texas, and it was so fun. And I would love to share some of those experiences with you, however, not in a really long podcast episode, but on Instagram. I'm going to be uploading all of the videos and all of the pictures that I took with the coaching team from the Center for Social Confidence, and they're going to be in my story for the next 24 hours, and then I'm also going to put them in my permanent story on my profile, and my profile is just my full name, which is Amber Grubenman, and for the spelling for that, you can look either at this podcast artwork or it'll just be in the show notes. So I hope to meet you over there and I would love to talk more with you and interact with you on Instagram. So a lot of women who I speak to tell me that they have a challenge with getting men to open up, with having great deep conversations, for having their conversations feel like they're really connecting and not just talking. And I think it is challenging in our society because there are still traces and lingering beliefs about men being weak if they're showing emotion, Uh, men not, like they're not supposed to share too much. In fact, because I also do dating coaching for men, I remember reading a male dating book, which was called something like, it was called The 3% Man. And I'm really sorry if the author is listening to this, but I really hate that book so much. (laughs) Like, it's a really bad book, in my opinion. No offense. But basically, one of the pieces of advice that was given in the book was that the woman should be doing 80% of the talking and the man should be doing 20% of the talking because women just love talking. And like, it was just so silly. (laughs) So I think he... misunderstands like what women really want (laughs) from men that they're dating and it just kind of promotes that idea that like men shouldn't be talkative men shouldn't open up men shouldn't be vulnerable and that gets in the way of us having like really deep connections with each other so the first thing to understand is that it can seem like a really big topic and like really complicated and There are only two elements to a conversation, questions and answers. So ask better questions, give better answers, and you will have better connections. So with questions, first of all, you just want to get beneath whatever the surface is of what somebody is telling you. So if they tell you what their job is, you want to know why they chose that job. Is it because they want to impress their father? Is it because they really want to make a lot of money because security is so important to them? Is it because they want to have FU money by the time that they're 40 and travel the world? What is it that motivates them and drives them to do what they do? Whether they tell you that they go to the gym every day, that they have a certain kind of job, that they travel, why do they do those things? Or like, are they trying to find themselves? Are they trying to build their confidence? Like what is beneath the surface? And the way that you get beneath the surface is with the why question. Like, why is that important to you? Why do you do that? What made you choose that? 
So you want to get to the motives beneath what people tell you. And that's the first rule. And that isn't about like asking a predetermined question from a list. It's just a natural way to uncover the undercurrent of like what drives their life. So the second type of question is a question that could be from a predetermined list, like you thought of it before. So some of my favorite questions to ask are, what is your favorite memory? What's the most recent thing that you felt grateful for? What is one area in your life that you feel like you're still growing, where you're really committed to personal growth? So these are the kinds of questions that really get to, again, the root, like their soul, what the undercurrent is of their life. And it shows, for example, like what do they value? What are their happiest memories? Is it when they achieved something big in their career? Um, For me personally, it's like any moment that I'm laughing is like I cherish that. That's my favorite memory. (laughs) And like every time I laugh, it's like my new favorite memory. So it's different for everybody and it really shows that different people value different things and it helps you get to the deeper part of that person's character. Now, the challenge that women have with asking questions like this is that they don't know how to get to that question because um, it seems kind of random to just ask a question like that. So, like, what area of life are you developing? Like, that sounds kind of weird. And my thought is that it isn't weird. And sometimes I do get odd responses, like they're, like, surprised or caught off guard But that's actually even better if you want to deeply connect with somebody is to not be like everybody else. And yeah, so it's actually a really good thing to kind of catch him off guard, be surprising, um, make him feel something. You know, you don't make people feel anything when you ask them what their favorite weather is like that doesn't elicit an emotional response. So Basically, you have permission to ask these kinds of questions at any point during the conversation. You can just say, hey, you know what I've been thinking of recently? Or I'm curious. I want to know blah, blah, blah. You don't have to have a lead in like you're talking about childhood and then you're talking about the past and therefore you can ask him about memories. Like you can just ask that question, even if it's the first question that you ask him. If you want more ideas about these types of questions to get a better sense, check out the New York Times article, 36 Questions to Fall in Love. Not all of these are going to be appropriate to ask at all times, and you shouldn't ask them like in a list format or tell him it's like from that article, but it's just a great reference for those deeper questions that bring out really great responses in people. Okay, so now let's talk about part two, which is answers or statements aka non-questions, the only other part of any conversation. So in addition to being able to bring out those kinds of answers from others, it's really important to have the skill to share, to have interesting things to share and not like interesting in the sense that you've done a lot or you know a lot, but interesting, like passionate, like excited, like it means a lot to you and you're able to convey that to the other person. You also have to, I mean, you don't have to, but it helps with connection if you're able to increase your vulnerability. And most people with vulnerability think they need to share all of their insecurities and worst fears. But vulnerable can be even something that I just did today. I told 
a person that I've been on a few dates with. I told him that at the Tony Robbins seminar, one of my favorite moments was when I looked two rows behind me and I saw this couple and they were just hugging each other and looking in each other's eyes and the guy was stroking the girl's hair and they just had the most beautiful look in their eyes that I have not seen in such a long time of just like, like they just adored each other. And it was so sweet that I actually started tearing up when I looked at them. And then later I actually went up to that couple and I was like, I just want to say like, I saw you and it was so beautiful to see the way that you look at each other. And it was like, later we did a, um, an exercise during the seminar where we think of things that we're grateful for, like one moment. And actually that was one of the moments that I felt grateful for is just to be able to see that because it was so sweet. So that's vulnerable (laughs) to share. And I'm not sharing that like, I don't know, my insecurities or anything. I'm actually sharing something positive, but it can feel still a little bit vulnerable because it's emotional. It involves me crying a little bit about strangers. Um, It's also maybe I think some women would have the fear that the guy will feel like, oh my God, she like wants a relationship or she's trying to trick me into like wanting that with her. I don't have ideas like that. So I just share. And like, if he has those ideas, then I mean... (laughs) I just thought it was a really nice moment, so I wanted to share. So things like that are um, good to share as well, where you're really excited about something, you're passionate about something, you're touched by something, or you're insecure about something, you're growing in an area, you can talk about those things as well. And sharing those things really helps build more of a connection with the person that you're speaking with. So in addition to the questions that you're asking, make sure that you also answer them yourself and that you have thoughtful responses. Like take time to really think about what your motives are, why you do what you do, whatever questions you're asking him, give an equally thoughtful response that you would want him to give you. Now, if you have those two things down, you really like your capacity to connect with people will increase a thousandfold. However, not everybody has the same capacity to share and ask. Not everybody knows what kinds of questions to ask to like really get to the soul of another person. And not everybody has the capability of sharing on such a deep level. And it's definitely something that can grow and change, but they have to be motivated to do that. So on one hand, one belief that I have created within myself that has served me is when I go into a room, I tell myself, I'm going to be the easiest person to talk to in this room. I'm going to be the most interested. I'm going to be the most energetic. I'm going to be the most giving. And I'm going to take the responsibility of like asking awesome questions and giving thoughtful answers to people's questions. And that has really served me. And I don't take a hundred percent responsibility in the sense that I still don't connect with everybody. Some people are maybe not able to communicate in my style of communication, which is like very vulnerable, very deep, very thoughtful, and not everybody wants to do that all the time. And um, then we're maybe just not compatible as friends or like dating partners. So lastly, 
in order to connect deeply with men, it can't be all serious. Like you, like these questions have a time and a place and asking a lot of them can be really great and sharing in that way is really great, but also don't take yourself too seriously. Like don't be afraid to take a serious question and answer it in a funny or playful way or like being sarcastic or um, just making a joke of it. Like not everything has to be so serious all the time. And in fact, the more you can be playful and spontaneous and not think that every single conversation has to be super deep and super serious and super intense, like not having that expectation will actually help you connect a lot more because at the end of the day, it's so important to connect authentically, vulnerably, deeply, and that's so important. But we also just want to be around people who make life more fun and help us kind of like let our guard down and not always be like super intense. Like that, you need both. You really need both. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, I would super duper appreciate a review on iTunes or on Stitcher. And I would love to meet you over on Instagram and you can send me any questions that you have that you believe would inspire this podcast. And you can also request a free coaching call if you allow me to record it and use parts of it for future podcast episodes. Lastly, there is a free guide that I created for you. It's called copy and paste texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. If you haven't already gotten that. I highly recommend it. It's eight pages long and it has a full explanation for each kind of situation where a guy can be pulling away and what to do and what it means and how to move forward. So it's really comprehensive and it's better than most of the free stuff that you get on the internet. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Bye.